We're tuning in live with a special inside look with yet another Zoom call hosted by none other than Kyrie Irving, discussing his plans for the rest of the league. Let's listen in. <laughs> okay, everybody. Thanks for joining me on this Zoom call. I have yet another Flat Earth Society meeting after this, so let's make it as quick as possible. As you all know, I'm forbidden from entering Magic Kingdom to play the sport I love, but continually refuse to play. Kyrie, why, why are you talking like that? Also, we already had like four other meetings about this. Why are we talking about it again? Because I said so! My ideas are simple and made up of one singular concept. Making the league in my image, I, I mean, stopping the season again. Kyrie, we are not used to sitting out seasons like you. Can't, can't we just play? No! I need your support. As the new commissioner, I will give you whatever your heart desires. Okay, okay. Great. Let's take a quick poll. Hey, Bron, are you going to play? Yes. Giannis? Nye. I, I don't speak Greek. What is that? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, Kawhi? I have been given a software update, so I must defeat you. Ha. 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 Okay, that's that's enough for me. L listen, Kyrie, we all like you except for LeBron, but we just want to play basketball. And if my name isn't Pat Beverly, I will stop the Lakers from winning. Pat, listen, buddy, you got to chill for just like one second. We are almost done with this meeting. Just chill out. No, you can't abandon me like every team I played for. Kyrie, let's be honest. You supported this until you were told you couldn't come. Let's just have some fun. I can't. The last time I did, we won the championship. LeBron won it. Who said that? Kendrick Perkins? What What are you doing here? Hey, Kyrie. It's Draymond here. I'm with you. Let's start our own league like you said in the group chat. Whoa, 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 whoa. He said what? Where did he say that? Kyrie has left the chat. Live from the Carolinas, it's Cover Box Eats. Cover Box Eats. Oh, I'll let the saxophone do it. Play that saxophone. <laughs> Have you ever heard of an armchair quarterback? It means someone has an opinion but doesn't necessarily participate in the sport. But it also means that they care enough about the sport to discuss it and try to make it better. In our basketball world, we call this cardboard box seats. We see the game from afar like true fans, but we always show up with the same intensity as if we were at the games ourselves. We don't have the money or the connections like the other talking heads on TV, but we do have some ideas which might seem too out there, and honestly we've got opinions which might change. Either way, we have fun, so come and watch the game with us from our cardboard box seats. Alright, welcome back to the season finale of Cardboard Box Seats. Gabe's Hold here. the tears. Hold the tears. Nick's here. I'm already crying. But are tears of joy because we're coming back. This is the end of a season, not not the end of the sport. Series. Podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Series. We, we thought it was going to be the end of it's the a, sport. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, we thought for a while. This whole coronavirus thing got way out of hand. But good thing is Adam Silver cooked up a solution and we're going to Disney World. 
in the kitchen wrist twisting like a stir fry. Exactly. You heard it here for- first from the fourth Migo. It's not Trey Young. He's the fifth. Anyway, let's talk about this new playoff format that is going to happen when the league restarts on July. At the end of July, right? It's the 31st? Yeah, end of July. So after much consulting, what is it? What's the word? After much debriefing? Deliberation? Yeah, after much deliberation. Thank you, Gabe. Defibrillation? That's why you're the smart one. Yeah, AEDs. After much of those, (laughs) the league finally decided... They voted with the governors, they voted with the players, and now it's official. They came up with a new playoff set um, slash finish the season. So there's going to be 22 teams going to Orlando. They're all going to be playing in Disney World, which is kind of cool. It is kind of cool. And I don't know if you realize this. Actually, we actually talked about this. Uh, Disney is about to make a whole lot of money because now they're going to have all the TV crews in there. They're going to have all the players and all their teams and all their staff in there. And I wouldn't be surprised if ABC and ESPN, both Disney-owned, are the only channels that will provide the the basketball games. So, yeah, we talked about that. But then I also said saw something that said um, TNT will be broadcasting from Atlanta. Like, they'll have their camera crew set up there, but they won't have commentators. They'll have, like, the camera crew will be recording for them, and they'll have giant TVs to watch and commentate the game that way, which is kind of weird. It sounds like you just described to me how bootleg movies work. They're going to yeah. play the games on the ba- on the screen in the background, and they're just going to broadcast that. It's essentially going to be like us watching the game if we just wanted to watch and commentate the game ourselves. Which no one wants that. I don't know. We can take a Except poll. Except for us. Yeah. <laughs> we could take a poll, but two people would answer, and it would be us. <laughs> That's all we need. That There would be it no no's. split decision. <laughs> so... 22 teams are going to Orlando. Let's go ahead and list them off right now. I'll cover the Western Conference, and you cover the Eastern Conference, okay? Okay. So, Western Conference, Los Angeles Lakers, the LA Clippers, the Denver Nuggets, the Utah Jazz, the OKC Thunder, Houston Rockets, Dallas Mavericks, Memphis Grizzlies, Portland Trailblazers, who didn't even want to play, New Orleans Pelicans, who somehow made it, Sacramento Kings, San Antonio Spurs, the playoff streak lives on, and the Phoenix Suns. All right. And then we have the Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets, minus Kyrie, the Indiana Pacers, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Orlando Magic, the Philadelphia 76ers, Toronto Raptors, and the Washington Wizards, weirdly enough. I hope John Wall comes back from the dead to play. I don't know if he'll be back this season or not, but it'll be interesting because a lot of players have already said that they don't want to play. For whatever reason, whether it's going along protesting or whether it's going along with the coronavirus, a couple players have already decided they don't want to play. And the league is okay with that. And and Adam Silver said he, he supports them and he gave them the, like a set date that they have to agree on to announce that they don't want to play. I don't remember what day that is. I think I want to say it's the end of the month, but I'm not for sure. There there still may be a couple players who decide they may not want to, maybe not want to play. Draymond Green... Um, he ain't going. He ain't going. He's not allowed. Warriors were not invited. Nope. Neither were our Hornets. It's okay. Yeah, neither were the Hornets. Shout out to Devontae Graham for having a crazy year, though. Holy cow. Yeah. You know whose uh, playoff streak gets to live on, though? J.J. Redick. Oh, he's the second best basketball podcast in the world. Yeah. And it's because the Zion effect is, is one of the reasons they think that the Pelicans get to go to the playoffs absolutely so 
And I think uh, the NBA did a good job of covering their tracks because they also invited the Phoenix Suns and the San Antonio Spurs, who were well out of the playoff race. But you know what? Crazy times, man. Crazy times. Sure is. This coronavirus has screwed everything up for the NBA. <laughs> but you would think... Or has it made it better? That's true. I don't know. I This, is, this is what we wanted. We wanted to remove the conferences altogether. But in a way, we they're not. This, Nick. They're not because they're still going to, and as we'll say here in a minute, they're still going to play their traditional playoff seeding. They'll still do the one through eight, and then one plays eight in the Eastern Conference, and then one plays eight in the Western Conference, all the way to the finals, which is kind of the easy way out. I feel like they, they had potential to make this a really good playoff run and maybe test it out for years to come, but they didn't want to, so we're stuck with the same old playoffs. So like Nick said, each team will play eight seeding games. Essentially, just they're just playing each other. Kind of like group play, but not really. They're just playing a regular, I guess, the regular games that they would play. Uh, and that's going to be considered the conclusion of the season. And once each team has played its eight games, every team ranked one through seven in both conferences, conferences will be locked in. Now, here's the kicker. There's a play-in series if the the number nine seeded team is within four games of the number eight ranked team. So this could be an extra seven game series up to seven game series. It could just be one. There's still a lot of details floating in the air. I'm sure we'll get a little bit of here. Hear some more about it soon. But yeah, I think after that, it's, it's pretty much the playoff as usual, right? Yeah, pretty much playoff as usual. So they'll play the, the one seed, play the eight all the way. And the the key dates for that are kind of as follows. So June 15th, all the international players are supposed to come back to their franchises. June 21st, all the players should be reporting. Um, and then on the 22nd, the coronavirus testing will begin. They're testing everyone. I think from players to families to everyone who might be traveling to Florida. And then they're also going to be do, doing testing I think they're going to all be wearing a watch or like a bracelet type thing to, to monitor the symptoms or a ring. They're going to be wearing that wedding ring. They're married to the game. So it'll monitor <laughs> their symptoms. And if they have any Corona-like symptoms, they will uh, be notified. June 30th. Which uh, sidebar, why is uh, why, why haven't we had this for a while? Why is this just showing up now for the players, huh? Okay. Yeah, and okay. why why is it just, just the players? Why are there not other people on the front lines who also need it, but we don't want to get too political, too out there right now. <laughs> we do have some opinions, but those probably won't change on that subject. <laughs> um, June 30th, the beginning of training camp. So this might be the first time some of these players have played since March 11th when the game when the league canceled. So It'll be interesting. There, there's definitely going to be some deconditioning that the therapists and athletic trainers and coaches are going to have to work on. Hopefully, a lot of them were able to stay in shape, but we know some of them don't have access to a hoop unless you're on the heat and Jimmy Butler buys you a basketball hoop. So, Also, if you're uh, LeBron James on that secret group text telling people to come work out with him, not social distancing, Mr. Nope. James. They could be social distancing. You don't know. They could be six feet apart. Oh, that's true. We don't know. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe. Who knows? I Speaking of social sorry. distancing, the players will be able to like play games and do stuff while they're down there. They won't be able to play doubles ping pong, though, because you cannot be six feet apart when you're playing ping pong. But apparently you can be while you're doing man-on-man coverage 
during a game. Well, you know what I always say about doubles ping pong? It's just pretty dumb. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> it's true, though. How can you play doubles ping pong? It's ridiculous. It's like you don't du- have enough room to play doubles tennis. Just a smaller court. Yeah, it, it's a much smaller court. It's like a tech deck size court. <laughs> Throwback tech decks. <laughs> I was a skater boy, bro. Oh, were you, Avril Lavigne? <laughs> See you later. <laughs> All right, July seventh. Teams start traveling to Orlando to Magic Kingdom to start playing games with uh, all the princesses and princess and Mickey Mouse. Uh, <laughs> and then the beginning of the season begins on July 31st. So they'll have pretty much a whole month to train down in Florida, get acclimated to that muggy, mosquito-filled, love-bug-filled weather. So that'll be good for them. Alligators, yes. Good old Crocs. Um other other crocodiles things. are not in uh, North America. Thank you very much. Cro- Crocodile Dundee for <laughs> Joe Ingles. He could be in North America. Joe Ingles. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the Aussie, the greatest shooter in the world. Crikey! All right, and then on August twenty fifth, the NBA draft lottery is beginning, starts, opens, um, and then the game seven of the finals, if needed. Between the Lakers and the Bucks, if they need a game seven, that's when Ooh. October 12th, that's when it'll be. Ooh, and then three days after that, the NBA draft, where we will see a lot of things happen. I think it's definitely going to shake things up as far as uh, the players not having had a chance to compete in the tournament. That's for sure. It's been a while since some of these uh, high school players or, or some of these college players have, have played, like well before the NBA canceled. So. Who knows? And, and, and I feel like the scouts kind of have it tough because they can't see how well the players finish in the season, how well they did in the tournaments. I feel like this year is kind of at an unfair advantage for all the draft prospects, um, and they may not be able to to go and do training camps with each individual teams like they would be in the past. So it'll be interesting. It's on a Thursday. We're going to try and drive up there maybe. If I can convince Gabe, uh, we'll drive up there to the Barkley Center and watch the draft. He's shaking his head yes. He's very excited. It's going to be... It's pro- We can't even go in, man. Are you kidding me? If the coronavirus is rampant. That's true. Yeah, they probably... This year, I'd be interested to see if they followed the WNBA and did somewhat of a virtual draft or limited capacity yep. inside. We'll see. We have a couple it, months. It'll probably be... Yeah, I guarantee you it'll be virtual. Guarantee it. Well, I mean, we're only two months away. We're two months out. It's true. It doesn't seem like... It seems much farther away than it actually is. You're right. Two months. Thank you for putting that in perspective for me. You're welcome. welcome. So, uh, what are you looking forward to seeing the most with this whole modified playoff system? Um, I'm interested to see how home court advantage really plays into this because no team other than the Magic will really have home court advantage. And in a way, they really won't have it either because they're not going to have fans cheering them on and stuff like that. I also wonder how the floor, this is just a silly random thing, I wonder how the floor is going to look. If it's just going to be like a generic NBA floor or if they're going to hmm. customize something for the playoffs this year. Just have like a big old it's coronavirus. Be Mickey Mouse. Oh yeah, that's true. They can do that. <laughs> or combine our thoughts, coronavirus with Mickey Mouse ears. There we go. Perfect. Adam Silver, you heard it here first. <laughs> 
Man, we're just breaking news everywhere. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing um, basketball. It's been <laughs> a long time since I've seen that. I'm really excited to see some of these matchups. Both playoff I, and I we, before? or. Well, yeah. In general, I think both. Um, because, like you said, all these people are out of shape for the most part. Um, my mom actually said that they're going to have to wear masks and that's going to, that's going to be really harder on their, like their lungs and stuff like that. But I was like, man, that could be a way for them to get back in shape. They have to wear masks during the game or just during practice and stuff like that. No, just like walking around and stuff. Oh, they don't, they don't wear masks during the, the game. That's what I thought. Unless you're on the front row. Cause you're, the players are allowed to go see the games, but you can't, you don't have to wear a mask on the front row okay. for whatever reason. That will be interesting, yeah, because you're right. Players can go see the other games going on. So I wonder, like, if that will play into the home court advantage maybe a little. Like, let's say, like, Mm. the number eight team is playing the number one team. Do the other seeds go in and cheer against the number one seed in hopes that they'll have it easier later down the road? Or do they just sit and is it going to be like the JV team or the the varsity guys watching the the JV team finish up their game? How's it going to (laughs) be? Well, one thing we know for sure, whenever LeBron James is taking a free throw, Pat Beverly will be right there saying, Boo! Boo! <laughs> That'll be interesting. That that will be a cool concept. I completely forgot about that. Yep. I think another thing that I'm interested in seeing is the size difference in some of these players because as we've seen on social media, both uh, Jokic from the Nuggets and even Mark Gasol from the Raptors have trimmed down significantly. Trimmed down and bulked up muscle-wise. Yeah, yeah, yes. They've lost a lot of weight, but they they got a lot of muscle still. You don't you don't want to meet them outside of Disney World on a Friday night. Yeah. I mean, unless you're meeting them to go into Disney World, then you might want to. That's yeah, true. Like if they but have you your tickets check their or something. Ring first to make sure yeah. they don't have any coronavirus. So, do you think there's going to be any sort of distraction? Do you think there's going to be drama happening? I think, yeah, I think there'll be some drama, and I think it might come more from the family side. Like, you're going to be trapped, like, with your family at Disney, essentially, for, month, like, a month or month and a half, um, and you won't really have an escape from, like, from your family, and they're going to be going having fun, and you want to be able to participate. You're at Disney World. I feel like they'll want to go and play, um, so they'll really have to stay focused. I think, like we said, other other players can be distracting during this time, especially if they're going to go and watch other games and then just the whole coronavirus i I feel like a lot lot of players may not interact a lot outside of practice in the games just because they're in fear of the virus so there may be some like mental health stuff going on i know all the mental health professionals are down there but still you know what about you what do you think think the biggest i think the biggest drama is going to come from people not invited aka kyrie irving (laughs) Uh, we've already mentioned in our slightly humorous cold open at least we thought it was humorous that he he's part of the nba players association in fact he's the vice president yeah one of the so vice adam pre- silver I think there's a couple. Met- oh yeah that's right there's there's more than one for sure um but adam silver met with them and said hey listen this is our this is our idea what do y'all think they all signed off on it suddenly when the net said Kyrie, we don't think you should come because you're hurt and you'd probably just draw away from the team and you still have to get your flat earth merit badge. <laughs> so you're not invited essentially. And then that's when he suddenly said, well, maybe we shouldn't do this. Something smells fishy. 
Yeah. And those, that, that was an exact quote. And everything seems fishy to him. So uh, I think we should just take that with a grain of salt because, quite frankly, some to quote the Dark Knight, specifically Michael Caine, some people just want to watch the world burn. And and we do agree with players if they, like we said, if they don't want to play because of health reasons for themselves or for their families, or if they want to take this as an, an act of protesting, we, we support them. But for Kyrie's case, I mean, obviously we're going to support him regardless because he plays the game we love. But there comes a time when we kind of need to question his intentions, and that's kind of what we're doing now. Absolutely. We, we are strong uh, proponents of the uh, the Players Association giving more power to the players themselves. However, something smells fishy, to quote one of the basketball players. <laughs> exactly. So here's the big thing. Here's the big question. Who's going to win? I, I honestly have no idea. I looked at our... I looked at what we, we decided or what we talked about at the beginning of the season, and everything is just blown up. It, it's destroyed. It's, it's awful. Um, just because <laughs> the season has been one of the craziest seasons ever. I mean, minus the coronavirus. like It's just been a crazy season before March, you know? It has. So have what? So back when we started, who did you say was winning? Who would win? Do you have that pulled up? Oh, I got it. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is going to be wild. We have the playoff. I have the playoff predictions. Yeah, yeah. I have it pulled up right now. So we actually didn't do a playoff tree, but we did do the seeding. And we'll just go conference by conference. I had the 76ers being seeded number one. So in theory, we'll say they make it to the finals. Interesting. Okay. And I you have... had the Bucks. Yeah. That's a real possibility. Which makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely think the Bucks will make it. <laughs> so, and then if we flip over to the Western Conference, I had, by the end of the season, I we both actually, we both had the Clippers being seeded number one. So let's say they make it to the finals. So Clippers versus Bucks. I'm, I'm comfortable saying that. Yeah. I'd be more comfortable saying Lakers versus Bucks, but I don't know. We'll have to see. I hope that's the Western Conference Finals, and I'm probably not the only one who think, hopes that, just because that will be a very good matchup. Absolutely. That's going to be one of the craziest series in a while, and there's going to be a lot of animosity, and I hope this would happen. I, th- I hope and I pray that Playoff P, in reference to Paul George, a.k.a. PG-13, will make a reappearance after having a, a not-so-stellar season. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of players come out strong in the playoffs, and normally they've played a full 82 games before this, so it'll be interesting to see if the rest time he's had plays into it. But uh, one hot take that you had at the beginning of the season is that the Pacers will make the Eastern Conference Finals. Do you still stand by that? Um, I believe I had an asterisk next to that uh, hot take, and I said, if Victor Oladipo comes back, they will make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And if that happens, I stand by my word. However, they need Victor Oladipo. Has he said yet? Or I guess he still has a couple days to decide. Uh, it's Yep, it's still up in the air. And they're waiting to the very last minute. It's going to be course. crazy if he does. It's going to be wild. But you know what? I'll go ahead and lock it in. Pacers to the ECF. Let's wow. go, baby. Okay. Pacers, Bucks. That'll be a good one. 
it's also hard because we have no idea how they still can go up and down in the seedings, so in the rankings. That's true. But at this point, does it matter? I guess it does if, like, they play the Bucks in the first round. Oh, that's true. Then the Eastern Conference Finals will just be a lot earlier. <laughs> <laughs> the other games are irrelevant after that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But we'll we'll have that our own episode about our predictions for the playoffs, and we'll talk about some games and who's shown up and who hasn't. Oh, for sure. But one thing that we did want to mention is that Cardboard Box Seats, the podcast, is taking a break, and we're calling it the end of season one. We've had a lot of fun talking with all of our guests and uh, just giving our hot takes as Nick's already rubbed in my face and looking at our old playoff uh, seedings just to make us laugh. Um, But we're going to take a break for the month of July, and we're coming back to talk about the playoffs and the, the modified playoffs and all that that jazz but we're taking more time to get uh some more guests set up for y'all because we had some great guests this past season um including the assistant coach for the the bucks that was fun with coach chad we even had um chris denari this is a throwback the pacers play-by-play announcer and even all the way back to our very first guest josh rodriguez who works for the uninterrupted now um so by six degrees of separation we know lebron james yeah not out there yeah six degrees We've had a lot, a lot of great guests. We've truly been blessed with, with the amount of people who have responded and said they'd be willing to do an interview and just taking the time out of their busy schedule to do it. Um, we've greatly appreciated that. We appreciate you both responding to the text and picking up the phone call when we called. Yes, very much so. But we will also be more active on our social media page so we can develop a little bit more of a fan base. Right now, it's, it's a lot of family and friends quite honestly. We want to expand that a little bit. We're going to try and talk with some other podcasters, see what they got going on. Maybe we can do a, a, a crossover event, one of the most ambitious crossovers of our lifetime. Yeah. And if you don't follow us and you're listening, make sure you go and follow us and tell your f- friends and family to follow us also. <laughs> exactly. Also want to give a special shout out uh, to Parker for winning our first giveaway. Woohoo! Yeah, Parker R won our first giveaway. But yes, um, this has been a, a great first season. Uh, we definitely learned a lot, and we're prepared to come back to season two even stronger and carry on cardboard box seats even more, make it bigger and better, have more guests. What else? What else is there to say? I don't know. We Honestly, we thought this would just be a joke, but I mean, we've had a lot of pro- high-profile guests on here. And yeah. We've had some, some of our... I think our cold opens have been the funnest. Yeah. For me, I mean, at least. We've met Devontae Graham through the podcast, and, and that was pretty great. That's true. We got a, And we met the second best podcast host in the uh, the NBA, J.J. Redick. That's first true. First us. Yeah, of course. That is yep, very We true. also yelled at him from the sideline, <laughs> and he looked at Nick. He did. Um, and then he took a picture with us, which was great. <laughs> and when we when we when we created this podcast and we since we talked about it in high or in college we never thought it would grow this big and we never thought we would be selling t-shirts and going to games interviewing players coaches sideline reporters and all the guests we've interviewed but it's it's taken off and it's our it's our little baby now it's growing up <laughs> it's growing up it's growing up growing big and strong growing to season two. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well, for the end of season one, Nick, we got to do one more thing. We got, we got, you know, what we got to do right. What's that? We got to play that saxophone one more time. <laughs>